Hi, this is Joe Ingram, and you're listening to the Sales Genius Podcast. I have one mission, and that is to help you sell one more deal today and every day going forward. My philosophy is simple. More deals, more money, more happy. I do appreciate you tuning in for another episode and your willingness to improve. It is my belief that sales is only a numbers game until you educate yourself. Now, let's jump into how we're going to close more deals today. Thanks again for coming back to the podcast and checking us out on YouTube or on our blog site, which is the Sales Genius Live. I do appreciate each and every one of you, and you know that. What I want to talk to you today about is closing isn't a step in the process, okay? So closing is not a step. Too often I will see in, uh, I go into companies and I'll sit down and say, great, show me your sales process. And I'll sit down with one of their sales guys and I'll ask them what the sales process is. And quite often it's never the same. Okay, so there's an interpretation going on. There's also um, what I heard versus what you said kind of things going out. Even if you guys have it printed, you still need to come back every once in a while and get that feedback loop where you walk up and go, hey, Jerry, why don't you tell me what our sales process is and see if Jerry gets it right. Okay, there's a lot of things going on that's left to interpretation and a lot of stuff that's out there. So closing is not a step. Okay, let's talk about your sales process. In your sales process, I don't know, is it four steps? Is it eight steps? Is it 10 steps? It can't be 12 steps. You've heard me say it before. 12 steps is a recovery program. So we don't want to get into that. So we want to go and say, so let's just go back and say you have an eight or a 10 step process. Closing isn't one of them. And if you look at it, more often than not, you will have a spot in your process that says you will sit down, negotiate, and then you will close. Okay. And I will tell you that that's not the case. That's not what you're looking to do. I've seen sales associates, um, even ones that were somewhat successful, who you could tell when they were about to go in for the close. They were going for the kill. Okay, And when you do that, it's really, really bad in the fact that your energy changes. So I know I've done speaking gigs from on stage. I have several friends that do the same thing. And you will watch where when they get up there and they just, they're given from their heart and their soul and they are just pouring into people. They're going back. They're, you know what? This is what you need to do. This, 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 and this. And then when it comes time for the offer, right, everything changes. All of a sudden they become rigid physically. All of a sudden their words don't come out as well. And everything changes from I'm giving, giving, giving to I'm taking now. Where it shouldn't be that way. If you're if you're walking somebody through your process, then them saying yes and purchasing should be part of the program. It should be something that flows easily into a, an actual transaction. So when all of a sudden you stop and go, um, you know, I'm offering this uh, this program right now, and let me let me tell you why you need to get it and why you know, and they start giving up the obje- objections already first. They go, you know what? Um, I know it's expensive, um, but if you if you can't afford it, you need you need to do it more now because you can't afford it, and uh, we need to go back and forth, and we need to make sure that you know the importance of spending your money with me because um, you're gonna spend it anyway. Right, might as well spend it on something that gets you uh, gets you some uh, return. And I laugh because you know what? Um, in the self help arena, in the motivational speaker arena, 
a lot of the time we you know we put out books we put out some stuff that uh, some you know self-fulfilling uh, prophecies on things that make us the expert and we put it out there and a lot of that self-help stuff ends up on their shelf and it becomes shelf help right their shelf could be a millionaire based on how much stuff is sitting there not being utilized so Again, because why? Somebody closed them on a sale. Somebody sat there. I went through. Um, I saw one of the sharks from Shark Tank um, come out and speak for 30, 40 minutes one time. And it was at a seminar for real estate and uh, for a program that people have in real estate. And it sounded great and went through. And these guys, guess what? When it came down, they weren't closing. They were just telling people, look, to take advantage of this deal right here, right now, come on up to the front. And I had not seen, I'm going to tell you right now, I had not seen a a room full of people. There's probably close to a thousand people in this room that the the tables for selling was in the front. More often than not, when you go to a seminar that's going to try to get you to flip houses or is trying to get you to join something, it's always someplace secluded where the transaction can happen, where someone can talk to you and answer some questions without being in front of everybody. But this one was done. It was brilliant. The The individual walked you through the process all the way through. So sitting with a couple of friends of mine, sitting, we were just fascinated. Right, I went there to go hear the shark talk. That's what I was there for. I had no desire to go and, and uh, learn how to turn a, a real estate business around. It's just not my forte right now. And I sat down and the whole time this guy was up there talking and just hitting people left and right, left and right, hitting them with more value, more stuff, more stuff. And I'm looking going, wow, he just flipped them over to this. He just did this. He just moved them one step closer. He took away an objection that's going to happen, right, 30 minutes from now. Do you see this? Boom, boom. And then when he got up there and he, he talked about certain things and, and, you know, what's the upside? What's the plus? What's this? All of a sudden, you couldn't argue because you already agreed to stuff earlier that was there. So it was closing from the beginning of saying hi all the way till the end. They were working it properly. Okay. I also have a friend of mine, uh, Wesley, and Wesley works with companies like this and uh you know he's an ex tony robbins guy and he knows all the processes about moving people through a sales process he's a wonderful wealth of knowledge that's out there and a pretty cool guy at the same time and when you sit down and you talk to him he can move you through a process but more importantly what he does for a living is he goes to these events watches the 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 people that are up there presenting and critiques and changes words and moves things around so they can do that so that they don't get to that awkward statement where in their mind they go and now it's time to close Okay. Um, a lot of my experience, right? So I've, I've worked at a criminal defense law firm in a sales capacity, which was kind of odd, but um, I, I still, I worked on it. But that was over the phone, closing appointments, getting a, a live person out to talk to people that were in bad situations. I did that um, for a number of years on that. I, I did it several multi-level marketing companies where I had to go and, and put people in my group and I had to actually sell products and things like that. So I've learned throughout the years that the close starts in the beginning and moves it closer and closer and closer. A lot of my most recent success has come from the automotive space where I, I've ran several dealerships, right? Where we've done a, a thousand cars a month or more. 
And if you look, your average new car dealer that's across the United States sells between 60 to 70 cars, new cars a month. Okay, they're probably sitting somewhere close to 60 used cars. So you're thinking, you know, a a majority, 80 something percent of all the dealerships out there are under 200 cars a month that they're selling. So getting to a thousand cars a month is is insanity kind of numbers. And it's what you want to achieve. And that's what we wanted to push for. But the answer was what? How do you build a process that moves the customer along through the process without forcing them, without coercing them, but moving them across. So the most obvious answer is for them to say, okay, let's get this car and move on. That's the next step. Let's go get some paperwork done. Let's get it moving, right? You've built value in the product. You've built value in yourself and the establishment and you're pushing me through. What are you doing? You're telling me, hey, this is your option. You got this, this, and this. And I go, wow, I don't feel pressure. I don't feel anybody breathing down my neck. I don't have. I don't see you as the salesperson with commission breath and you're just trying to make a deal. You're actually pushing me through a process as quickly as possible, not to push me into a decision, but to to get me out the door faster. I'll tell you that I used to spend with the owner one day a week, we'd spend an hour together and we would look and say, how do we make buying a car more like a drive-through experience for a fast food restaurant? And we put a lot of processes in place that took out the, guess what? We could screw it up scenario. Hey, guess what? We could end up putting onions on your burger instead of you know, getting it right this the, the first time. So that's what we did. And we pushed that down. But understand that closing is, is starting from the beginning all the way through. Finding out what the client wants, what they're looking for, okay? There's a lot of people tell you, hey, find a pain, right? Find, find the pain they have and solve it. Okay, great. Let's do that. I don't care if you do that. Or to me, the answer is find out what they like about what they have and what they don't like about what they have. And let's find them something that gets both of those things together to be, I like everything about what I have. And I'm going to build value in it. And I'm going to explain to you what the value brings to you for the price you're paying so that discounting isn't even necessary. Because why? Guys, if you stop and realize if, I, if I'm if i holding up a pin in front of you and I say, hey, here, okay, let's do this. Let's take it. Uh, I got a post-it note in front of me. And I say, hey, do you guys want to buy this post-it note for a hundred bucks? And then you turn around and say, um, no, it's a post-it note, right? I can go to the 99 cent store and get three packs of them. They're the no-name brand. But, you know, I can still get something along those lines. Even if I wanted to somewhere... I can find at a Staples in the clearance section, I can find a, a whole entire pack of post-it notes for, you know, two bucks. And why do you want me, why do you want to charge me a hundred bucks for one post-it note? That doesn't make any sense to me, right? And then I stop and go, well, actually this post-it note, right, is autographed by a celebrity, Right. This one's autographed by by Jack Nicholson. This one's autographed by Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. Right. And and they and they wrote down, you know, that uh, the the movie name that they were they were in. Right. A star is born. Okay. They wrote down, hey, you're a star, and then they both signed it. Is that now worth a hundred bucks? Yeah, it may be. Okay. Oh, this one is autographed and has a formula written down by Stephen Hawking. Well, okay, he's gone now. So what does that mean? It means no one can duplicate that again and we can't get it anywhere else. So I'm saying that's what you're, that's what you're dealing with. Can I show you more value 
than what the the price brings. And if the answer is yes, you can pay that price and feel good about it. And we move them on to the next step. But I'll, I'll go back to dealership. We're sitting in the dealership. We start talking to the customer and we start asking them, you thinking light, medium or dark in color? Okay. Why? Because I need to find something that they're going to be happy with. And they go, well, we only want, you know, a black car. And I go, okay, and your second color preference is? Because I don't want to be pigeonholed to just one vehicle color. And they go, well, and it's, it's more often than not this. They go, or white, right? You either go black and white or you go black and dark gray. So that's what you, that's what you find out with human beings that are out there. But you turn around and say, great, okay, now, so you said you want, you're looking for a dark color car, either the dark gray right, or the black. So let's go look at that. And then what, what's most important to you, right? Are we thinking automatic or stick? And they're like, well, I can't drive stick, right? And we're like, ah, that's most people today. So then I go, great, so it's automatic. Guess what? That's one step closer, okay? Is it something you need? Like this one has a sunroof. And they go, I don't like a sunroof. Guess what? Me pointing out. The fact that this one has a sunroof and them saying, hey, that's not what I desire is me moving one step closer to making a sale. It's me moving it forward. Closing is merely asking a question or pointing something out that moves you a step closer to making a deal. It is not a step. It's not now I say this. And now magically, right? I get this all the time, right? My buddy Grant Cardone has a a lot of great lines and closes to get people to take action right away, okay? But that's at one point in a sales process. They say, let's do this. Say this right now. The customer tells you this, you say this. Customer says this, you say this. Well, it may be on a test drive. It may be when you're sitting down discussing numbers. It may be when you said, hi, how are you? And they said, we're just looking. Okay, do you have something that you can say, a word track that comes out of your mouth, right? And I love this because most people go, I don't like scripts. And I'm like, really? Because you have one that's in your head. It just doesn't work all the time. And it's not very good. But anytime somebody says something, you go and say it yourself. You use that words and all that stuff yourself. You say the same thing every single time. Okay? So you do have a script. But I'm saying that, you know, Grant can, you can go on Grant's website and get uh, an app on your phone that's got like 30 closes that are there for you. And because why? In sales, we look and say, closing is a step. We got to do this. No, it's not. I'm going to move you through the process. Because have you ever sold something? And the person looked at you and said, wow, I wasn't even planning on buying today. I guarantee you did not at one point in time stop and go, I have to close this deal right now. Okay. You did not say that. You just said, great, let's sit down. Let's work some numbers. Let's go see what this is. This is what this is. Hey, you know what? This car has this. Is that important to you? No. Well, let's go do this. Same thing happens with a house right? If I don't want a pool, then I sure as heck don't want to pay for it at the house you want to sell me. You should have asked me better questions to not have to show me a house with a pool if I don't want it or to show me one with it if it's important for me to get it, okay? You're going to have to show me what? A hundred grand less of a house because I got to go spend a hundred grand to put a pool in it. So there's got to be a value trade somewhere, but you asking the right questions, moving the client across, right? Always ask them a simple question that carries more weight than the simple question. Right. If you sit down and go, well, I'm going to close. Here I go. Do you want to buy this? Right. The, the person's going to say no to you most of the time. Why? 
because they feel compelled to make a decision that they're scared to make, which is I could be making the wrong decision and I'm going to have to live with it. If you're, if you're doing houses, if you're doing mortgages, right, you're talking 30 years worth of pain that they're looking at. I made a bad decision and now I've got 30 years of living with a bad decision. If it's a car payment, right? If they're buying a car, which I'm going to tell you right now, um, most of America is not buying a house. So the largest expenditure that anyone's going to have in their life, a majority of people, over half of them, is going to be the car they're purchasing. That's the most expensive thing they've ever financed. So stop and understand they deserve a better experience and they don't deserve somebody going, now you need to buy this. Will you buy it? That's not part of the process. Part of the process is moving somebody through seamlessly, asking them the next question, asking the next question, right? When I used to go, uh, I used to take people out. We'd go drive the car around, right? Because I never said, let's do a test drive because that's part of a sales process. I say, let's go take it for a spin. We go take it for a spin. When we come back, I say, hey, can you do me a favor and pull that windshield wiper up on the driver's side? And they go, what? I go, if you pull that windshield wiper up on the driver's side, when it's sticking straight up, that tells my my lot staff that the car belongs to somebody and not to put it back on our offsite storage lot. So if they reach over and lift that windshield wiper up, what did they just agree to do? Buy the car. It's theirs. Okay. If you, if you t- tell them, okay, let's go inside. Let's get some numbers. Uh, put together for you. And as you walk in and go, do you guys want something, uh, you know, you guys want a cup of coffee or a bottled water or something while we get this all wrapped up? And they go, bottled water. What did they just agree to do to wrap it all up? Does that make sense? You give them something small to say yes to that carries a bigger decision. It's still not a close. Did I close them when they said that? I go, ha ha, now you bought a car I won. And I get to run away? No. I got to still go on and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving until they're into finance. And they are signing. And the finance person says, please press hard when you sign. There's five copies. Okay? And it's still not done. Then I go outside and I'm going to walk them through that. You guys know how many times realtors have you gone in and dropped it? And like my whole family's real estate. So that's why I went automotive. Um, When you look at it, you sit down and go, well, we still have a final walkthrough that could totally kill the deal after we've got them pre-approved, we've got it funded, we've got an offer accepted, we got all this, and we got a final walkthrough that we're going to go, eh, no, I back out. So it's never done unless you just keep walking them through, walking them through, walking them through, and, and get it done. Get it done, right? It's not a step. It's part of your process from the beginning to the end. It should be part of who you are. It's part of the questions that you're asking. It's part of the actions that you're taking. Okay, so do you want to just go ahead and start? Why don't you fill out this uh, credit application so I can get get the offer started? So when they go, okay, and they start filling out that credit application, what are they what are they authorizing you to do? To, To submit an offer on their on their behalf. So you are now the agent of record. Let's go. Right. I don't have to look at them and go, do you want me to be your agent? No, I don't have to do that. Okay, that's what I want you to understand. It's not a step. It's a part of the process. All closing is, is saying something or asking something that gets you one step closer to finding an objection or finding a yes to move to the next step. 
I hope this helps you. I hope you can take this away today and go, whoo, now I can breathe easier and not actually stress so much about saying I have to close something and I won't have to actually look at somebody and say, do you want to buy? Okay. I hope you guys find that useful. If you want, share, subscribe, click some likes on there if you want to. I just want you guys to go out and do what? Sell one more today. Sell one more today, right? Volume takes away all of our problems. If you found some value in today's podcast, please do like, share, and subscribe. As always, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to improve your sales ability and increase your sales IQ. Remember, more deals, more money, more happy. Catch you on the next episode.